Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosport. Manny Arthur, the founder of the Black Cyclist Network, was our guest on our previous episode, and he had a question he was itching to ask Brad that gave us this compelling conversation that we thought deserved an episode of its own. It's a bit of a personal fanboy question, if you don't mind. Go for it, man. Um, I just mentioned how um, I watched the interview that you did with um, Eddie Merckx, the Relay um, Classic podcast, I think. Um, and you sort of mentioned the transition. You talked about transitioning from, you know, being a hero and being someone famous, you know, known for, you know, being an incredible cyclist, the greatest cyclist ever. And that transition from being that person that Eddie was then to where he is now as a retiree and someone who's still, you know, follow cycling. Yeah. But it's not the same person then, but people still approach you and sort of talk about, all your heroics from yeah you know 70s and so on in terms of you where you where you're standing is i see similarities there and i just want to just put that same question to you yeah and to ask you how you feel because from my perspective i feel like you captured the whole nation's imagination mm. you know back in 2012 and it's one of those things where it's like every tom dick and harry sees you and they're like oh, this is bradley wiggins you know yeah. and it's just they want to talk to you they want to ride with you and they want to even beat you on a yeah gentle ride how does that feel when well, like- i think that's just people that's a perception people have of you isn't it yeah. um and people tend perceptions last yeah so in this day and age with how people view you people approach you and assume you're the perception that you were i was wiggo playing guitar on stage with paul weller and you know Drunk at Sports Personality of the Year and this, that, and the other. And that kind of reckless sort of rock star image or whatever lasts with you. And it takes away yeah. from the content of your character and what you really are and what you stand for. Plus, I've been retired for four years now. And I've been through a lot of life experience, a lot of trauma and stuff. And I've dealt with a lot of trauma from my childhood that I never addressed before, which added to me being quite insecure as an athlete, quite introvert, having to play a character, you know, um, where now I know myself more than any any other time in my life at 40. And I think it's, um, you have to change. Most people in life go through change. It's just that my life's been quite documented. Yeah. Um, and lad, to go play, every major thing in my life has been, whether it was my father getting murdered, whether it was childbirth, whatever, it's always been in the press. Everything's a news story. And that I never really realised that. It's quite hard, you know, when you go back. Your whole life's been documented. And um, it's... Um, yeah, and I suppose in doing that and a way of protecting yourself from that, you know, I, I played a character, you know, yeah. more so when I got famous, you know, yeah. as a veil to sort of, in introvertness, to try and perform every time I went out. Yeah. Um, Do you still feel that pressure? No, no, okay. not so, anymore. No, I can be myself more than ever now. 
And I think detaching from cycling and having four years to find yourself. Yeah. The sad thing is a lot of people that are famous, they never get away from the perception. Mm. They carry on doing that. Um, and and people like Mike Tyson and that, they, they go through a massive change. You know, they're not the same people they were and they deal with it. Lots of people, you know, like Ronnie Wood, Mick Jagger, they're, they're still that perception of them. They were in the yeah. 60s. Yeah. You know, still dyeing their hair and stuff. And that I think that's quite tragic and sad, really. You know, I think it's, yeah. you know, people cling on to that when they were their most famous to stay in the limelight and try and hang on to it. And um, it's the ones that change, really. But I've never really sort of cared for the celebrity side of things. So in terms of, like, your second phase, your transition to where you are now, how would you describe yourself in terms of, like, how you want to be perceived by the general public? And well, I don't want to be perceived as anything. Me. Yeah, I don't really want to be perceived as anything. I think it's nice when people come up to you and say that. I, people, I give to people the time of day now rather than yeah. shy away from it. But letting people get to know you now, I think yeah. that's that's the part of it, really. And maybe I always ask... So when people come to me now, I always ask them what they do for a living, you know, and ask them about themselves. Mm. And in turn, you might find up something interesting about them, really. Yeah. So... If someone says to me, you know, you're a hero and you're a legend, I say, well, what do you do for a living? Because I don't feel like one. They say, well, actually, I'm a, I'm a doctor or something. I go, well, you know, or I'm not even that. And I say, they say, why did you ask that? I say, because you might be far more successful than I was in another area of life, yeah, but not get the adulation for it. Yeah, you know, it's just I get the adulation for doing that. But there are people that are far more successful and far more, you know, do far more. For, for society in that than than what I did that stop that plainly no no don't get adulation <laughs> no no so because well half the thing with famous people can perceive themselves to be better than somebody else and you end yeah. up talking down to people and not giving time people time of day but then in most cases people have suffered in certain areas of their life that I can resonate with through life experience you know um through things that happen in your personal life and that and then you get onto another subject which takes away from the perception yeah. and then people quite often say to you oh god yeah well i didn't realize you were actually like that yeah you yeah. always seem like you're a bit what, this uh, the other. Go, what do you mean by woo and they go well you know you're a bit funny this you swear or quite often just because quite insecure and i had to be shocking and contentious for the sake of it right but i didn't realize you actually were quite into the mental health stuff yeah and then you just get onto another trail then so they get to know you actually all right you are you and even the ones who thought you were an arsehole go yeah. i never really liked you when you were being because i didn't like the you know the way you swore and all that i go yeah you're actually all right and you know go, there you go mate because you never met me before <laughs> But then I suppose I can I added to that perception back there by by um, amplifying it by doing things you know being contentious most but of the time. It's, but it's, but now I can by talking like this, yeah, you change the perception straight away. Exactly. But isn't that hard work? Like always trying to convince a new person. It's that not convincing. You. I don't no. do it to convince people. I'm interested. I'm like generally interested. Yeah. I'm not. My my motivation isn't to change their perception of me. It's just by asking them something, I I find interest. Yeah. It's just engaging. I like talking to people now. I was never a people. I, did, I used to hate people. I never used to talk to people. I used to shy away and be quite introvert and quite reclusive. Yeah. Now I like talking to people and finding more because it's quite interesting. But it's a difficult one in that, yes, you, you don't... You do said it to me a year ago. Do you remember you said, do you care what people think? Do you remember I we did, yeah. I remember being outside the pub in Brussels, yeah. Yeah. And I, that was around the time I was sort of, yeah. sort of changing and finding... And I, that really took that on board. I remembered that. I remember you saying... We were having a smoke, weren't we? Yeah. And you said, do you care what people think? And, I, and I, like, that was part of it. Like, and you're right, Dan. Yeah. yeah but I think on, what I was about to say is on the other side of things, although although you don't have a, you know, you, your job directly is not as important as a doctor or a nurse or whatever. No. On the other side of that, 
you've also influenced and inspired so like a lot of yeah, people have changed I, I lives. That. Yeah. And and although nobody gets into sport or, or whatever they do for the fame necessarily, just by virtue of being, you know, as talented as you were, what you can't sort of forget is that you have changed quite a few people's lives. Like you, no, even if they haven't told you, there's people no, that, that were inspired that, yeah. to get But if it's it's when they're the over over egging the adulation that you're yeah. somehow better than them as a person. It, it's it's the fact they inspired you is great, but it's um, it's still you're almost lifting them up a bit. That you know yeah. you don't have to look, you know, don't have to feel down here, you know, because it's and that is only by engaging with them and talking, but thanking them for you know. And I understand that it inspired you. Know, you know, you know what's amazing about that? I think that's that the Sean Yates and you coming out. Yeah, but it's not about <laughs> walking around thinking you're better than everyone else. No. That's the thing I got real issue with. Yeah, where the veil of celebrity and fame you know, thinks you can get into restaurants and things like this and, you know, saying, oh, do you know who I am? That whole famous mm. sort of thing. And that's what I don't like in, especially in this day and age with what the world is, is people that use their fame and that continually flaunting wealth, this, that and the other, that make people feel worse about themselves. I think fame and celebrity is great if it's used in the right way now, more so than ever. I don't think it ever, you know, I think the days of Floyd Mayweather and that, it's all gone now for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because the world's a tough place and, it's about helping other people, inspiring people. Inspiring is the inspiration is, is the key to it. Not not pe- people looking at someone on Instagram and thinking, God, he makes me feel so crap about myself, you know? Because I think that must, that's terrible, you know? Particularly in lockdown, you know? it was a, I think it was the most challenging time for lots of people with mental health issues, being locked away on their own. Yeah. And their only means to the outside world was through things like social media and that. I think you're spot on. I mean, I noticed that people are becoming more emotionally intelligent. Yeah, about their feelings and being able to talk about it. And when you're seeing what's happening, especially like the millennial generation and the Gen Z, yeah, the young, the younger generation are really connected. And in terms of their political worldview, they they are empathetic towards other people that don't look like them or they're not closely aligned with. And so that's really coming out. Um, but I, I guess the the whole point of this is I wanted to try and understand, like you know, I want to prick you on a little bit on, on things that sort of get on your nerves. No, they don't get on my nerves anymore. No, but no. But don't you ever go through like periods when you're like, I don't really want to be involved in cycling, but you still are involved in cycling. Yeah, no, I did do when I initially retired, but that was yeah. more for selfish reasons to, you know, be normal or f- be as normal as I could for a bit. You know, I'd live yeah. my life in cycling and I wanted to do normal things in that now, but I could come back to it now detached from cycling. And I did last year for the first time, having been asked for a few years to, and loved it on the back of that motorbike, you know, and I can watch cycling for what it is now and not be bitter and not refer to myself all the time and want to watch other people do well. You know, there are certain people in cycling that resent other riders from their country and that doing well because they want to be the only ones, you know? And I think it's it's liberating when you feel like that and you actually genuinely want to watch a girl and some of people like that, not, oh, I hope you don't get my record and things like that because I think that would be a sad way to live your life. That means you're very unhappy. One last question, being a fanboy. Go on then. If, for example... You know, I see Bradley Wiggins riding his bike. Who's he? <laughs> and I ride up to you. Yeah. What What should be the general etiquette? You know, because you know, some of us would want to race you. How should we approach it? No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you, I mean, I think you might race win, me then. Yeah. yeah, you won't. I won't beat you. That's for sure. I can tell you that now. <laughs> okay. So if you're well, that's home, the worst thing about the X no, just, just come up. If you're like ex snooker player, ex footballer, you, you those skills don't leave you. But as ex cyclist, yeah, you just, just come up. And, very yeah, I mean, just be normal, you know. Yeah. Just don't don't see me as anything else, you know. Okay. Call me the C word if you want. That's a good introduction. 
People will always be different around you. Though. I've seen I've seen it when I've been with you, or, or when you've come into a room or whatever that that people just change, and that's unfortunately not going to change. No, I know, no, but yeah. I mean, look, it nearly killed me that, and I'm all right now, and I, I I don't mind it. I'm still quite introvert, you know. I wear a cap in public a lot of the time because I can put my head down, but now I look like Bronson. No one really notices me. Me and Manny got the same look. <laughs> <laughs> Brother from another mother. <laughs> I think that's why people love you, Brad. It's just that, you know, that genuine honesty. Yeah. Well, I just find it liberating and, and it's easy to live your life now, being honest, rather than have this facade that, you know, you know, you sort of just, like I said, being contentious or saying shocking things just to be, it, it was a lot of the time, it was like a desperation to be different to everyone else. And, not conform, you know, and you know, we were saying earlier about people what they have to say the same things and not say anything to and then I just come out and go, you know, I just say something just to say something different to what the key message was. You know, and and there's that freedom really and I've got that now really. And I don't have to be so I could just be honest and then it, I, yeah. I think that's just your boy meter working. <laughs> uh. without being a bit too Roy Keane though, you know, there's a balance. No, no. no. But there, there's a there's a, there, there is a bit where it's like you see a circus going on and you're just like oh Fake. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's I, like with yeah. Philippe, you know, yeah. come on, you're lying. Yeah, I'd like the journalist to say that about him, right? Rather than Jeff Kinney going, How does this make you feel today? But then, what do you expect him to say? When someone, so, journalist challenges Philippe today and goes, Come on, but the reason you're not he says the truth. that is because of the pressure mounted on him. So, what, he's probably sitting there going, Actually, I'm not going as well as I did last year, and everyone expects me to win every race I start now and get fifth in the tour, and I'm probably not going to get fifth in the tour this year. So, by his own admission, his own expectation, that, that's the pressure the riders put on themselves. But he knows in himself, I can tell now that he's like not going as well as he was. And if that's the level that he was, I mean, that, that's really hard to get back to anyway. Let alone having eight months in quarantine where he's not been able to see people and, you know, be his bubbly self and feed off the press and feed off the motivation. And What would you have said back in the day if I'd have said to you? Well, there's an interview on YouTube. If you want to have a look at it now, someone asked me and I go, if I'm honest with you, I'm f***ed, I haven't got it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was at the top of a climb in the 2010 tour. That's what you say. And, and well, there you get a call from Dave yeah, well, 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 had afterwards. I was like, well, I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't got it. What was the, what was the, the repercussions from that? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people were just good on him for his honesty. Yeah. What All was right, I supposed well, to say? Well, I got well. dropped up the last climb, yeah. I haven't got it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 